Welcome to the Everyday Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jane Graves, and I'm excited to help you along your fitness journey. Whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting out, this podcast will help you grow your mind and body to become an athlete in every season of life. This is episode 17 of the Everyday Athletes Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be going over plyometrics. We're going to talk about what they are, why we should be implementing them into our training, and how to do that. So let's dive in. First, what are plyometrics? Plyos are a form of exercise exercise that involves rapid or explosive movements. Its focus, when used correctly, is on developing power, strength, agility, speed through quick and intense contractions of the muscle using that stretch shortening cycle um, that's used in that muscle. This would include things like Olympic lifts, which are clean snatches, etc. Jumps, which are box jumps, single leg jumps, bounds. Um, then you have throws like med ball throwdowns, vertical throws. And then you have fast and heavy lifts like back squats, trap bar deadlifts, trap bar deadlifts, jumps, etc. And more. There are multiple reasons why we add plyometrics into our training. So let's talk about the nine ones that I want to outline today. The first one is improving athletic performance. So using plyos for athletic performance in sport is super important. Plyometrics replicate sport-specific situations and movement patterns, and including plyos in athletes' training helps them to develop the necessary skills for their sport. So things like jumping, agility, speed, and producing power um, to perform at their very best in whatever sport that they're doing. Using this type of training allows us to target those fast twitch muscle fibers, which will translate to better sports performance on the field or on the court. Next, number two is improve functionality. So plyometrics closely resemble activities of daily living like lifting groceries, climbing stairs, or reacting to unexpected unexpected situations like falling or catching something. So by training the body to generate force quickly and efficiently, individuals can improve their ability to perform these tasks and way more other tasks with greater ease and a uh, a reduction in the risk of injury. So that's why I use this with my older clients as well. Um, They may not be doing as many advanced plyometrics just because of their training age and where they're at in life, but it's still really important to add in um, maybe some lower impact plyometrics to older individuals to help them to react well to unexpected situations like falling because we find that generally with the older population whenever they fall it's it's hard and it can put them out for a while so that's why we like to use plyometrics with everyone number three is bone health so power exercise particularly those that involved impact and resistance stimulate bone remodeling and increase bone density this is especially crucial for maintaining bone health and preventing conditions like osteoporosis, which become way more prevalent with age. So high-impact plyos stimulate mechanical loading, which makes them more resistant to fractures and promotes long-term bone health. The fourth one is metabolic benefits. So through plyometrics, or though, though, though plyometrics may emphasize 
um, explosive movements and developing power, they also contribute to um, muscle hypertrophy, which is the actual growing of the muscle. And as muscle tissue is metabolically active, having more muscle actually increases the body's basal metabolic rate, which is BMR, which leads to improving calorie burning and better weight management. Number five would be joint health and injury prevention. So plyometrics, when performed with proper form, strengthen the muscles surrounding joints. Now this enhances muscular support, reducing the stress on joints during various movements or activities, which mitigates the risk of injuries. So emphasizing joint-friendly exercises ensures long-term joint health, which in turn prevents injuries. So we really like to add in those plyometrics to help strengthen all the muscles around that joint. Number six would be increasing muscle fiber recruitment. So this one can be super important um, for things like Olympic lifts and jump training because we're engaging those those fast twitch muscle fibers and we want to generate um, a higher force production. And so by doing plyometrics, these fibers have a higher force generating capacity, leading to increased overall muscle strength and power. Now, the deliberate focus on recruiting these fibers optimize the efficiency of muscle engagement. So the more that we put these fast twitch muscle fibers under some type of pressure, the more likely we're going to get to increase that muscle fiber recruitment and have a more efficient uh contraction of the muscle. Number seven would be um, neuromuscular, sorry, neuromuscular adaptations. So the complexity and the speed of power exercises challenge the nervous system, leading to improved neuromuscular coordination. So this adaptation enhances motor skills, reaction time, and overall proprioception, which contributes to a more finely tuned and responsive body, which is not only necessary for athletes, but especially for the general population as we age and get older. Which would lead us to our eighth uh, benefit of plyometrics, which is prevention of age-related decline. So aging often results in the loss of muscle mass and power. And power exercises counteract this decline by specifically targeting those fast-twitch fibers, promoting muscle development, and mitigating, mitigating the effects of sarcopenia, which if you don't know what sarcopenia is, it's just the loss of muscle mass and strength due to aging or lack of physical activity. So this targeted approach uh, aids older individuals in maintaining functional independence, which is what we all want at the end of the day, especially as we get older, is to be able to function independently as older individuals. Number nine, which will be our last one, is mental health benefits. The intensity of plyometrics triggers the release of endorphins and neurotransmitters associated with improved mood and reduced stress. So engaging in challenging and dynamic workouts like plyometrics provides an avenue for stress relief and mental well-being. So now that we 
talked about what plyometrics are and why we should be doing them, let's talk a little bit about how to add them into your training. Because plyometrics involve explosive rapid movements um, that involve that stretch shortening cycle of the muscle, you want to evaluate where you currently are in your fitness level before you start adding these in. So a beginner is not going to start with Olympic lifts right away, like snatches or cleans, but instead they may start with a simple lateral bound or single leg hop or something very basic just to start somewhere. And knowing where you are at physically will help you when you start to add in plyometrics. Okay, if you are more advanced, obviously you would probably want to start with more advanced stuff like uh, box jumps or depth jumps or maybe even Olympic lifting if that's where you're at or if that's what you want to do. Um, But if you're just starting out, I would start off with some easier stuff and we'll get more into that in just a minute. So when adding in plyometrics to your workout program, you want to make sure that you perform plyos directly after your warm up, but before your main lifts. So, if you've listened to my podcast, um, The Art of Programming episodes, then this should sound very familiar because we talk a lot about how to break down workouts and how to structure them to get the most out of your workout, to make it the most efficient. Um, and so, you need to make sure that plyos are always done first in the actual section or session um, because they require a large amount of muscle fiber recruitment and neuromuscular stimulation. So if you perform these after like any of your basic strength lifts, like a back squat or a deadlift or whatever, or a bench press, then, you know, they're, you're not going to get the um, the muscle recruitment that you wanted before. Um, and you're way more likely to get injured and you will not receive all the benefits that come from plyos due to that fatigue in the muscles. There is way more, way, way, way more likely that you will have some type of injury because of the intensity of plyometrics. So always perform plyos directly after the warm up. Make sure they're there before your cardio, before your main lifting, before your accessory work, whatever you're doing that day, make sure plyos go first. Now, you want to make sure that you focus on proper form and gradually progressing to harder, more complex plyometrics as your body adapts to the stimulus that you have provided it beforehand. So the difficult part of adding in plyometric is knowing what exercise to perform and for how many sets and reps. Now, I would recommend going back and listening to the Art of Programming episodes to learn more about how to add in plyos, but it's best to start small and simple. So like I said earlier, if you are a beginner, maybe you just start with a lateral bound, right? So that's just standing on one leg and then hopping to the other leg, making sure that you keep that balance. And maybe you only do that for three sets and you do it for eight reps or maybe you do it for time. Maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to do as many as I can with proper form within 30 seconds. Okay. Starting really small and then slowly, once you feel like you really have that down, maybe you move on to um, a weighted lateral bound or maybe a med ball throw to the side, or maybe you start to progress to forward bounds or box jumps eventually. Um, the last thing you want to do is start with something like a depth jump and you have never done plyometrics before. And all of a sudden you're like, man, this is way too much. I am hurting. I am tired. It's because you started too hard. So you want to make sure to start small, 
um, and start simple. Then slowly add in the more difficult plyos until you feel like you've mastered that movement. I would recommend only performing one or two plyos in each training session and focus on the intensity of each one. So like I said, if you're just starting out, you want it to be a lot lighter. So let's say I'm a beginner. Maybe I do single leg hops. I do two sets for 30 seconds. And maybe I do an upper body plyo like a uh, med ball throwdown, and I just do lighter weight, maybe like 10 pounds. Um, and I do eight reps for two sets. Then as I have gone through, maybe I've, you know, gotten really good at it. I've increased the intensity. Maybe then I move on to box jumps and I do box jumps, maybe three sets of eight reps. And then I do, um, after that, maybe I feel like I can move forward more. And then I eventually get to trap bar deadlift jumps and where I'm jumping as I, you know, finish out the deadlift. So as you go through, you can sl slowly start to you know, add in more complex and difficult plyos until you've mastered those. Um, and only keep like one or two plyos in each session and making sure that the intensity is appropriate for that day and what you're doing. Um, I really want to recommend that you go back and listen to the art of programming because you'll get a more in-depth overview of how to add this in and how to incorporate it with the training that you're already doing. But if you feel like you need extra help with adding plyometrics into your training session, feel free to message me or email me with any questions you may have. I am more than willing to help you in any way that I can. And remember, plyometrics are necessary for anyone, no matter their age or training level. They help us to be strong, powerful, and mobile throughout our lives and are super important for longevity. I just want to thank you for listening to my podcast. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please leave a review because it helps me to see what my listeners like and what more of and maybe what they don't like. Um, and please share this with anyone who may benefit from this episode because everyone should be doing plyometrics. And I think it's super important for us to realize that, especially as we get older in life. And I just wanted to let you know that as always, keep striving to be an athlete in every season of life.